Dafir Gimel, continuing that Gadatu, but seven lines down, talking, switching gears, now talking about Yosef Atzadi. We said Yosef was Zoycha, that Moshe Abenu was Misasek in his Kura. Says the Gemara, Maishna Meikara, on the way down or out of, actually up, the way out of Mitzrayim, by the Kura of Yosef, by, by, by when Yosef was being Misasek first in Yaakov Avinu, Maishna Meikara, the Ksevayal Yosef Likbar Saviv, so Yosef went first. In the front, and that pasuk says, "Then the avdei pare." In the next pasuk, it says, "Then v'chol Yosef achiv obeisaviv." So it's mashma. There was Yosef, then all the mitzvim, the, the whatever the, the, the honor guard, whatever they had, and then the family. But on the way back, so first it was the family. And then all the mitzvah were at the end. So why did they switch order on the way back? So Rabbi Yechon, Betchila Ad Shalayro, Bechvodin Shi Yisrael, the mitzvah didn't really, you know, they weren't familiar with the, the Avram Yitzhak Viyakov family and what they meant in Eretz Canaan, what type of cover they were going to get there. And all the years they were in Mitzrayim then, up until then, they just, you know, they're a nice family and they, their covet came from Yosef and that was it. And therefore, the argument covered. Ulubisayif, for when they got there, it's Canaan to make the Kura from Yaakov. Sharobichvoidon, and they saw how much covered the people in Canaan had for Yaakov and for Yosef and the whole family. Nogoban covered. Then they switched, they gave them covered, and they let all the Bnei Yisrael go first, which maybe just added to their nervousness that Kalai Yisrael is going to actually rebel and leave Mitzrayim. Dixiv says, They came to a place called, it sounds like, which is a strange word, because Atad means kotsim, uh, it means like uh, thorns. You don't make a gurin out of, you don't make a pile and gather in thorns. Normally thorns you just throw away. A gurin is normally used for food. So what does it mean, gurin ha'atad? And I'm a ravo, just like a gurin. Do you want to protect the food? You surround it with a wall of thorns. So also the urn of Yaakov Avinu was, was, was encircled by a, a wall of crowns from all the malachim of all the people in Canaan. All these people came and they all gave the proper respect to Yaakov Avinu by putting their crowns around his kever, around his art. The truth is, they all came to fight. They were not not big uh, Jew lovers. But, but once they saw the crown of Yosef, and they realized, oh, right, this is not just Avram Yaakov, uh, Avram Yitzhak Yaakov anymore. Now he's a viceroy in Mitzrayim. So totally by Rana Yaakov, they saw his crown on the Aron Yaakov. So not Lukulon Ketarem, but by Yaakov. They also took off their crowns to give respect, because the Mitzrayim, they were definitely afraid of. Tano, Shloishim Veshisha Ketarem, Nitla by Yaakov. There were actually 36 different crowns. Machlankis are exactly how you count them. Rashi says, that the 36 was the 12 in the seam of Yishmael that we're familiar with from the Chumash, and 23 the Alufim of Esav, uh, plus the one of Yosef. So Rashi makes a cheshman, that's where you get the 36 from. And Rashi talks about, if you go through the numbers by Esav, there's actually 35. He says a few of them were doubles, etc. But uh, So you have that full list of all the, the again, they were, they were like city-states that they each had, all the, all the children of, Ye- of Yishmael. And the Vesov, if you look at the Tesra Shansan side, he's a slightly different Cheshbon. He counts some of the Bnei Keturah. Whatever the Cheshbon is, there were 36 of these princes who came to give respect to Yaakov, and that's what it means, Gerner Tod. Yeah? The is 12 
Okay. Okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm not responsible for the art school charts. I can't tell you. But I just read Rashi. Rashi says Yud Gimel Yud Beis Nesiim v'Chov Kibal Ufim Shalais. That's what Rashi says. V'Tala by Rene Shayakov. Tana Shloisha Mishnah Did Man Shakov. It says Basik V'Yispedu Sham Mispe Godol V'Kaved Moed. That's a strange kind of lashing. Godol V'Kaved. So Tana the Bryce explains Afilu Susim Afilu Chamerim. The animals gave respect to Yaakov. Some of us say that they dressed the animals in like black uh, black type of clothing or something like that. Some of us say since Yaakov Avinu was the one from their eyes, who caused the Rav to end when he came to Mitzrayim, the, the hunger ended, so even the animals were thankful to Yaakov Avinu on some level. Now here's the story we're all familiar with. When they finally got to Hebron, also Esav comes along. Esav Kabakiv. Esav says, excuse me, yes, it will give proper respect to Yaakov Avinu, but where do you think you're burying him? We know it's called Kiras Arba. Now, Esav was not quoting Rabbi Yitzhak. Okay, it sounds like he is, but he wasn't quoting Rabbi Yitzhak. As she points out, this is the Gemara explaining. That Kiras Arba means Arba Zugusayu. There were four, there was space over there for eight people to be buried. Adam and Chava, Avram and Sarah, Yitzhak and Rivka, no, no arguments. And then the fourth, the fourth Zug, the fourth couple, would be Yaakov and Leah. So says the Esav, no, 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 that's what Mitzvah said. Says the Esav, so far so good, but, Iyu kravu l'leah b'dideh. He says, uh, you know, by Avram, uh, Avram and Sarah, it was just them. Yitzhak and Rivka was just them. We're twins now, Yaakov and Esav. And therefore, Mehechet that we should each get a zug. Who should get it? And therefore he says, each one of us, the would get a zug, maybe. Or, he says, Iyu kravu l'leah b'dideh, the way the Arbor brings it, Esav tainet, Yaakov buried Leah in his kever, Father Paish to the Yavi, and I get the other one. Some of us should say this is full circle to Esav wanting to marry Leah at the beginning. We had the whole story, right, that he was going to marry Leah, so he's, now he's going back to wanting to be with Leah. So he says, This is mine. Amur Leah, they said, Zavinte. They said, What do you mean? You sold your Bechera, and therefore you don't get it. It's not clear in Rashi over here exactly what this means. So Rashi says over here, uh, he says, you're right, I sold my Bechera. So I'm going to read the Gemara. I didn't sell my Pashtas. And therefore, in the Havamin of Esav, he was saying that he does not, Yaakov does not get more than me, which is interesting. Because normally when we talk about Esav selling his Bechar, we assume Yaakov became the Bechar. But according to at least, at least the Havamin over here, Esav was telling no, I was Mavata my Bechar, so we get 50-50. Okay, so Amulei, they said, no, in, whether Yaakov gets two-thirds or one-third, whatever it is, but you definitely specifically included the Makam Kfura and the Maras Machpelah in the deal that you did. In the deal when you sold your Bechar to Yaakov, you gave up your Bechar, whatever you want to look at it, they're not getting into that fight, but they are saying that the, 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 the Makam Kfura in the Maras Machpelah is definitely included. When Yaakov Avinu said to the Shvata, make sure to bring me up to, to Hebron to bury me there, he says, and the Kevra that Karitili. What does it mean, Karitili? When Yaakov said, he meant that I bought from Esav. In different countries, different languages, instead of saying the word Mechira, they say Kira. So Karitali means that I bought it. So whatever you want to say, Esav, about who's the Bechar, who's not the Bechar, this Mokum in, Mars Machpelah belongs to Yaakov. 
So Amalu says, as only a good lawyer would, Amalu, Havli Grosser, show me the documents, show me the papers. Where's the papers? Are they notarized? What's the deal over here? So Amalu, Igros Abarad Mitzrayim, what are you talking about? We're in Mitzrayim. And then the fax machine is not working. I, I can't get you the documents. So he says, no problem. We'll wait. I want to see the documents. I don't believe that I actually sold this place. Uman Nezel. So who's going to get down to Mitzrayim? Who's going to take the other? So Nezel Naftali. So let's take our fastest. One of the Shvatim Naftali. They call it, he's fast. He also like a animal. So he's like a, whatever you want to say an ayal is nowadays, but a deer or some kind of animal like that, very, very fast. And therefore he can go fast. That's the bracha by, by Naftali. Some of all, Tikre Imre Shefer, Ella Imre Sefer, like with a sin that he was the one who was able to run to get this star. Okay, so they're waiting there. Naftali takes off. Chushim braided Don. So Don had one of his sons was Chushim. Tamanave, he was sitting there. What? Okay, so upset. Tamanave. Viyakrale Udne. He was uh, hard of hearing. He couldn't hear exactly what was going on. So Amalu Mayai. He said, What's going on? There's a tumble, and now Naftali's running away. So Amulei, Vamulei, Kama Akiv Hai, Adasi Naftali Miyadim Etzayim. So Esav won't let us continue until we get the Shtar. So Amulei, Adasi Naftali Miyadim Etzayim, Ya Abba, Ya Avi, Abba, Mutavu Yisoyim. And you can just going to leave Yaakov Vinu. Who long? Look, it's gonna, he might be fast, but it's going to take you know, a few hours, a few days, a few weeks until they come back from Etzayim. It's crazy. So our Gemara is a slightly different version that we learned than Gan. Shako Kulfa, he took some kind of shovel. Machia Reisha hit Esav in the head, and Natrat Ene, and Esav's eyes fell out. Because that's the gift that we have. There's there always the story we learn again is he chopped off his head, and his head rolled into that. That's not the story we have over here, that his eyes fell out. V'nafla kar di Yaakov, and his eyes fell onto the kever from Yaakov over there, the Oren. Patrino Yaakov, the Ene, Yaakov's eyes opened up, v'chaych, and he smiled. Why? The Pasuk says, Yismach tzadik ki chazo, nokal, the tzadik will smile when he sees revenge. Pam of yurchatz bedama rasha, his legs will be covered in the blood of the rasha. This was a kiyam of that Pasuk. Okay. So therefore, and therefore, Esav's eyes, at least according to this version of the Medrash, perhaps in the other version of Medrash's whole head, whatever version is, there was there. This was a kiyam, a rifka, she was afraid, kilu, that Yaakov Avinu and Esav would be killed on the same day, so they weren't killed on the same day. They were buried together on the same day, and therefore that was a kiyam of that nevuah. So you imagine poor Naftali. He runs all the way back to Mitzrayim, comes all the way back, and he misses the whole thing because it already got taken care of. Okay. So why are we... It was very clear in the Chazal that we just quoted that this was all a, a big deal for Yosef. That Yosef was the one who was Masasek and Kfur Shayakov. And therefore Moshe Rabbein is Masasek and Kfur Shayosef. Why do you have to give such cover over here to Yosef at Sadik? The other brothers wouldn't have done it. They're all the Shvatim were Masasik in it on some level. So why why did they let Yosef take seemingly take all the credit over here? The brothers said, no, it's actually a bigger cover for Yaakov Avinu for it to be Al Shem Yosef, because Yosef was the king, viceroy, whatever his position was, and therefore it's actually a cover for Yaakov Avinu to have Yosef the one taking care of it. Okay, so that was the first half of the story, that Yosef was Masasek in Yaakov Avinu, and therefore we said, Moshe Rabbeinu, beside that, Moshe Rabbeinu is Masasek in Yosef. How much Moshe was into mitzvahs, 
and not in Tamani. Everybody was running around, getting all the money from Mitzrayim. He was going to get money later on. He became rich later on from the, from the, from the Luchas. But at that stage, he was running around looking for mitzvahs. And therefore, he, he, he was Mitzrayim and mitzvahs at that time by Yitzhak Mitzrayim. What happened? So where was Yosef buried and how did Moshe know about it? So Amru, Serach Bas Osher Nishtayim Rosadar. Serach Bas Osher was alive still from 200 years ago, from exactly 200 years ago, 100 something years ago, from when Yosef was Nifter. Tesis points out there was actually, it could have been that Yosef's grandchildren were also alive, but Serach Bas Osher was like the matriarch of all of Kla Yisrael. She had what Tesis calls the Said HaGeula, that the secret when Moshe came and said, Pokit Pakadati. And then they believed Moshe Rabbeinu. That was a Kabbalah that was passed down from Yaakov to Yitzhak to, Ye- to ya- from y- y- Avram to Yitzhak to Yaakov to the Shvatim and then to the children of the Shvatim. And she was the only child, direct child from the Shvatim still alive. So she had that, what Taisus called, the Said HaGeula. So Moshe Rabbeinu went to her to talk to her and see what the story is. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to They made him a very heavy oren made out of metal, the Manilos, and they buried it and made it heavy so that it would, flo- it would sink into the river. Hanar, Kadesh is because as Rashi goes through all the details of it, right, there's not a lot of rain in Mitzrayim, they get only flooding from the Nile, so they knew Yosef was the source of bracha, so they put his oren in the Nilos. So he had to get it out. How are you going to find it? There's scuba divers. Halach Moshev, Amar Asfasen, as he stood there, Amar Lo Yosef, Yosef, it's time for the Gula. You made Kalei Zemekashro, we'll take you out. If you float up, no problem. We made a shvua, fine, but you got to keep your side. You got to show us where the bones are. If not, we don't know. Even though it was made out of metal, it floated up onto the water. That's a strange Gemara. Uh, how could it possibly be that metal floater? This is like this. We just went through the Asara Maka. He said everything going on. How does metal float? This seems to be a big deal for us. We have another another nace like that in Novi. It says, One of the Talmidim of Elisha was standing there and he's holding something metal. Uh, and he dropped it into the water. And and he said to Elisha, what am I going to do? I borrowed this, whatever he was holding, a clear bar, it was metal, and I dropped it into the water. And Elisha said, where did it fall? Somebody threw something there, and it floated. And therefore you see, Elisha was able to make metal float. Okay. Elisha learned by Elio, learned by Talmud He can make metal float. Okay, so for some reason we need to prove that. I, I don't know exactly why. So that's the story that we're all familiar with. The Imran now brings a different version of this story, which we're not so familiar with. This sounds like what we would say nowadays, the pyramids or something like that. So one of those, uh, one of those kingly sort of places that all the, the kings of Mitzrayim were buried. cover. Okay, so that might be even a little bit harder to find Arn of Yosef and all that. So show me where you're buried in this whole pyramid. So it started to shake or move, and therefore he was able to find it. Very good. So however he got it, whether he got it from the Nilo, so he got it from these pyramids and these burial chambers, either way he ended 
it up with the Aronaisa Yosef. What did he do with it? There was two Aronit they were familiar with. Echad Shal Meis, one of Yosef at Tzadik. And there's actually more. We, the Gemara Bryce doesn't say it here, but we actually say all the Shvatims, according to Summer Joshim. According to Summer Joshim, that's a Pashat, there's Summer Joshim who say that, and that's why we have the different Kfarm of the different Shvatim around there at Tisra nowadays. The Echad Shal Shechina, but at least the, the, the art of Yosef, that was kept by Moshe Rabbeinu. So you had the Aron Abris, and, and he had over here. People would look and they would say, like, strange. What's the kesher to the yarn of Yosef at Tzadik and the yarn of Riz? They said, what do you mean? Why is a Tomei Mace of all things? That's the one that Meishavan is dealing with. And we bring Rayas that he was able to have Tomas Mace because of that. But Amru Kayim Zeh Kol Mashakosa Bezeh. That was the Indian. The Yosef Atzadik Mekayim the Aser Sadibris. You look in Rashi. He goes through different Nikudas of Yosef Atzadik. How he's Mekayim all the Aser Sadibris. Fine. This is actually we see a few times in Shas where they, they where they were burying different Sadiqim and they wanted to put a Sefer next to the Aaron to say Kayim Zeh Mashakosav Zeh. This is the Makar for for that Mimer comes from. And it's actually brought in Shacharach not to do it. But by Yosef and Sadiq, that that was what they did. Says the Gemara, "Why do we have to deal with Moshe Rabbeinu over here?" We said that because Yosef took care of Yaakov, so Moshe took care of him. Moshe did it; I get it, but nobody else would have done it. It actually, uh, it would, it, you have to remember, Moshe Rabbeinu never made it into Israel. So if Moshe Rabbeinu never made it into Israel, he did not bury Yosef in Shechem. The rest of Klai said, Yeshua, whoever it was, took, took him from there and, and buried him there. So it says, Asher halu b'nei Yisrael mimitzrayim. It actually is misyakas it back to all of Klai not to Moshe Rabbeinu. V'suri lasik b'nei Yisrael, b'nei Yisrael, b'nei Yisrael, b'nei Yisrael, even if you tell me Klai wouldn't be buried, Klai doesn't care about Yosef, it's not their shavit, but his own children, his grandchildren would have been. V'aksiv yil b'nei Yosef l'nachala, so he, they, were, they had the nachala of Shechem, so they would have taken care of the Zaydas aren't. So what's the big deal that we, we misyakas this to Moshe? So the same idea as we just said by, by Yaakov. So his family said, it's a bigger covet for the Zedah, for Yosef, if all of Klai takes care of it, not just us. And then all of Klai said, It's a bigger schuss for Yosef and for us, if we let Moshe better take care of it. So they, uh, this price is slightly different than the price we had on Amanalv. Right? The price on Amanalv said they were running for money, and yet Moshe Ben is going to get the art. This price seems to be saying that they would have done it, but they left it to Moshe Ben. Slightly different approach. Where did they bury him? Covered with Shechem. So he's buried in Shechem. You can go to Kever Yosef nowadays if it's safe. Ma'ishra b'Shechem. Why Dafka Shechem? Shemar of Chama v'Chanina mi'Shechem nigevul Shechem nachsa v'Edosay. That's where he left. He left to go find the brothers from Shechem, right? And therefore, after the whole story in a few hundred years, so Yosef comes home to Shechem. We have a steer in the Pesukim. Okay, it says Moshe took the Atzmus Yosef. So again, it seems to be a steer. Who took them? Moshe Rabbeinu or Klai Yisrael? If you start a mitzvah, it's a thing. But you don't have a chance to finish it. Someone else finishes it. So we give all the schools to whoever finished the mitzvah. And since Moshe Menu wasn't able to come into Israel, he never finished the kvur of Yosef. So at the end of it, we actually give the, the mitzvah to all the rest of Klai Yisrael. Someone who doesn't finish a mitzvah, 
He loses his gullish. We said, going back to the story of Yehuda and Tamar, he never finished with Yosef. He said, what should we kill him? What should we do? And then he never finished and saved Yosef. So he's yard me galuse. That's the reason why a person's family uh, would be would die like by by Yehuda. Right after the So all that was related to the fact that he did not finish the mitzvah of saving Yosef, and that's that the, the chashivas of starting and of course finishing the mitzvah. I'm going to read he called himself bones. Why is he called himself bones over there? This was uh, some sort of kapara for him that he didn't have proper cover. It was he was in a difficult situation. Keep it up, aim wise, right? He's the viceroy of Mitzrayim, uh, so he has position to take up. And then his father comes. Right? So that's, a, that's a tricky situation. The avinu. The brothers said about Yaakov to Yosef that he's avdecha v'loyamulavlamidi. He didn't say anything at that point. They didn't know who he, where he was, but he let them call Yaakov Avinu and Eved, and therefore he was he, he had some sort of einish for that. Why did he die first of all the brothers? He, again, he had some sort of slight tinge of gaiva or, or being in charge over there uh, in an improper way, seemingly related to the previous Gemara that they called Yaakov Avinu Eved Adoini, and he didn't, he didn't respond negatively to that point. The Yosef Hurad Mitzrayim. Okay, so now we're back, jumping back and forth to the Gadot by Yosef. He says he was Hurad Mitzrayim. Amar Belazar Tikri Hurad Ela Horid. That he wasn't brought down, he brought them down. What does that mean? Shaheridat Stigine Paramagadlusan. Going down to Mitzrayim, and then he was able to interpret the dreams, eventually, at the end of the story, of the. Of the baker and of the wine and Saramashkim, so and that's the Guinea Paro and of Paro, I'm sorry, all the way at the end. When Paro, after he got out of there, and he also was Peter, the dreams of Paro, and that's the Guinea Paro could not be part of that, so he was actually bringing them down. It says, Vaikineo Paitifara Saris Paroi. Paitifara bought him, and she, he was a Saris Paro. Amarav Shakonuli Atzmoi. That he, at the beginning of the story, he was a potifar, he was a male, he was a man, and he bought Yosef from Mishkav Zohar. Ba Gavriel upiru, came Gavriel, and he did what we would call today, uh, what are they called? Uh, he changed him, right? He changed him into a woman. potifar, potifera. Right? So this is not a new story, this is an old story, all the way back here to, to Mitzrayim days, that people are undergoing change. But it was Mitzrayim, right? Milanu, okay, continue the story. Milanu Gadami Moshe, that Moshe was with Sasek and that. Vyema Hashem Elei Ravloch. So now we're going to talk about Moshe. We said Moshe, Akash Bochu, took care of Moshe. Vyema Hashem Elei Ravloch. Moshe Benu said, Akash Bochu said, stop davening, right? Stop davening, you're not going to tear it to salt. Not happening. Amar Levi, listen to this amazing Gemara. Berav Biser, Berav Bisru. So another meeting, Kenegan meeting we had like we had earlier. Moshe Rabbeinu said, Rav. Akash said back to him, Rav. Stop doubting. What are Moshe Rabbeinu say, Rav? Berav Biser, he says, Rav Lochem. He said to Bnei Kerech, Rav Lochem Bnei Levi. Berav Bisru, Rav Lochot. And Akash told him, stop doubting. That's a strange Gemara. Because Bnei Kerech were bad. It said Bnei Kerech were bad. So what's this idea of that? He said, Rav Lochem. We're holding this against Moshe Rabbeinu. When he said, Rav Lochem. Rav Lochem means it's enough. Stop. So some of Hashem say that even though Karach might, uh, might, might, might have done it wrong, 
But he had good intentions. He said, I also want to be a kain. He had shifas for a ruchnius. And when someone has a shifa for ruchnius, you don't say rav lachev. You don't say no. You don't say you shouldn't have such a... You could. You could say to them, you could want to be a kain. It's a gavalda kazach that you want to be a kain. Kashpach who said, you're not a kain. Sorry. But don't say that you shouldn't have a shifa to be a kain. And therefore that was held against my Shabbat, Rav Lachem, and therefore Kashpoku said back to him also, Rav Lacha, stop davening. Same Losh. Davarachher. Rav Lacha, Rav Yesh Lacha, Mani Yeshua. He meant, you have a Rebbe. What does that mean? That means it's come the time for Yeshua to take over. We know, Ein Malchus Nagas Bechavata, and therefore it's your time to stop. You're not going to win this fight because it's Yeshua's turn. Davarachher, Rav Lacha. Shalayom Rav Kamakosha, Vatamud Kamakasabra. The more you daven, the more I have to say no. I look bad by saying no, and you look bad by sounding kvetchy. And therefore, it's enough. Stop. What is this whole idea that Akashpoku is being medactic, because he said, according to the gamel that he could schlep, that's how he gets, that's how he's held responsible. When we say Akashpoku is medactic with Sadiqim, so maybe on a regular person's level, this wouldn't have been an issue when you're dealing with Kairach, but on Meisher Ben's level, it was. Going to the Misa of Moshe Benu. He said to the Klai Yisrael, Ben Mea V'yasim Shona Anoichi Hayoim. Today, I'm 120. Shein Tamalam Hayoim. What does he mean today? Hayoim Molo Yimei Shnoisai. Today's my birthday. Zayin Adar. Lamedcha Shekvorchu Mashlem Shnoisai. Satsadikim Yoyim Liyoyim Yichadish Yichadish. They die. If you're a person that's Tzadik, he dies on the same day, same month as when he was born. Dechsev Es Mispar Yamecha Amalei. It's an idea of completion, an idea of coming full circle, that the person fulfilled his tafkin. Moshe said, I can't come in and go out. What does that mean? Physically? said he had all his kayak. He had everything. He, he, wasn't, he wasn't sick at all. He went up to says, It was 12 climbings to get up to there. 120 years old. Boop, jump right up. No problem. So what does it mean that he didn't have koyach? It was a ruchnius issue. He wasn't able to teach Torah anymore. On some level, he lost a, a nevuah or a chokhmah, and therefore he said, if I can't teach Torah anymore, then, then there's no point. This was the Tachtara of Yeshua. So we had two, two Rabban in that Shabbos. Right? Changing the guard. Right? Lel Shabbos. Moshe ben Darshan after Kabbalah Shabbos. And already after Musaf, Yeshua was giving the Joshua. Nitla Mishus Mizeh, Venitla Lezeh. If it wasn't for the fast, now getting to the Kvur of Moshe itself, if it wasn't for the Pasuk, it would be very difficult to read. Heichem Moshe Meis. Where did he die? It's Bechal Kasharuvein. We know Ruvein got Chatsi Shev Menasha on the other side of the Eidim when Moshe Rabbeinu was Nifter. So he died in the Chelik of Ruvein. That's one of the places that we know was in Chelik Sharuvein. That was one of the places that they got. Okay. Where is he buried? The Chelik Shogot. He's actually died in the Chelka, he was buried, so wherever he is buried, it's in the Chelik of God. The Chsiv, the Yarisha Sloy, the whole Pusik says, let's read the whole Pusik. The Yar, oh, let's find the Pusik here, I can't read inside. It says, the Yarisha Sloy, Kisham Chelkas Mechoikik Sofun. Right, that's where Maisha Benu is buried over there in Chelik of God. So therefore, how did he get from moving to God? What's going on over here? So me, so so Michalkes Sharuvein at Michalkes Shagod Kamavi. How much is that distance? Arbo Milan, four mil. So I said mil mil alichay. 
So he went up to the mountain and somehow he miraculously moved from one to the other. Who moved him? So Malamishay Moshe Muto Bakanfe Shina. Kashbok Bhaidabiatsmay and the Shina was moving Moshe Malkashar's Aimim and Malkashar's being Malava, the goof of Moshe Abenu, and they said, Titkas Hashem also Mishpotovim Israel. The Koshbokhoim Koshboko responded, Mi Yokumli Mirem, Isatsimli and Poly Ovan, there's nobody like Moshe Abenu. Shmuel Amar again, these are different Drashim. Amar Mika Chokom Miyadea Pesher Dover. That the, the, one of the mightiest of Moshe Rabbeinu was in so much Shikabalsatera is that he was able to save Klai Yisrael when he was able to achieve Kapar for Klai Yisrael by the different times in the Midbar, the Eagle, etc. That's he was a Yudea, that's like Pesher Dover. Where are we going to have Chachma? That Pasek was Smalyon. Smalyon is a very strange name. Rashi says it's the name of a, a Tana. Taisa says maybe it's the name of a Malach. That's what. They, that was the the bus call that they heard. That distance, twelve mil by twelve mil, which is the size of the whole machina. That's where that, that, that name for Moshe Rabbeinu comes from. Yesh Aimeim loy meis Moshe. Ooh, Moshe Rabbeinu was never nifter. Shavachav ayomas shom, v'kshavasa vehi shom im Hashem. So Malalon Oymenu Mishamish, just like over there, when Moshe Menu went up to Har Sinai, he was Oymed Shom Im Hashem, and he was not Nifter. He was forty days and forty nights on a level of Shechina over there. Afkan Oymenu Mishamish, even though he says Vayomas, it was Vayomas Shom on the same level that he was on Har Sinai. Vayikvar say Begai Beeretz Moyav Mul Beis Paar. Says the Gemara, amazing thing. Amar Brachia Simin B'Tech Simin. We know exactly where Moshe Menu was buried. It says it was an Avrus Moyav. It was on a guy. It was Mul Beis Paar. It's like you know, if you, it's like he gave you the perfect coordinates to find it. If you're lucky, you'll have the Ishkarase, but nobody could find it. The Kral Shalcha Malchus argues as Russia, but it sounds like Goyim, whoever it was, Christians, whatever it is. Eitzel Gistera shall base There was some kind of uh, church there, base par, and they said, "Okay, so Moshe Ben is buried near you somewhere." Haru Hechem Moshe covered. Show us, right? Even though the pasuk, we want to disprove the pasuk. Pasuk says nobody knows. If we can find out where it is, we can disprove the whole Torah. So Hechem Moshe recover. Amdulamayla. So they said, "Y'all go up, Amdulamayla, and on the mountains." They said, "It's over there." Where? Oh, go up on top of the mountain. They go up on top of the mountain, and they see something which looks like the kever on the bottom of the mountain. Lamata, they go to the bottom of the mountain. It looks like it's on top. So they say, okay, we can solve this problem. We'll split up into two groups. One will go up and one will go down. Then we'll find it. Everybody saw it somewhere else. It's a total optical illusion. He himself doesn't know where he's buried. Himself did not know that makes sense because we just said he died by Ruvain and he was moved by the Shechina to God, so he was already dead at that point, so he doesn't know where he's buried. That's like the strangest part of the whole pasuk, and we don't know about it. Fine. But what, what's, what is the other deserve Balpar being mentioned over here? So you have to get al Maisa Pa'or. It's Mechaper on the Maisa Pa'or. Tyson Springs that Bechol Shana Vashana, Be'esh Shachot Yisob of Menes Moyav, Be'esh Perik, Be'esh Pa'or, Oyla Lamaylik, Le'lekatre, Gulhaskar Oven, and Moshe Abedu comes and is, uh, and is Malamit Schus and Klai Yisrael. That, uh, of course, that was Moshe Abedu, the original uh, Sanagar of Klai Yisrael. Okay, we'll stop here.